Dummies episode 99. We are back once again. I'm your host Tim and with me is the Bell from Hell, Jaleesa. Hello listeners. We are back. We are back and we have been struggling to come back because we, oh my god, we had a big week, a massive week. We had Halloween, we had parties, we had shots and my god, it took me so long to conquer and get over um, my hangover. <laughs> You're I, an old man now, what can yeah, I say? I, it's taken me... Okay, so uh, to, to to let everyone know, we had our annual Halloween party. Um, last Saturday. Last, last Saturday. And it was fun, but I went excessive with alcohol to the point of projectile vomiting all over my driveway. And yes. And I'm still basically struggling. And he was in bed by like, 8.30 or 9. Yeah, I went too hard, too fast. And uh, it, it, it's, it's hot as shit over here. I was dressed as Leatherface. I had a mask that was just boiling hot to wear. And I think I just... Apparently, they found me um, passed out, dripping with sweat. And then I just woke up and vomited. And yeah, this is how the start of the show is going, Julie. So we're talking about me puking. <laughs> God, but yes, Halloween is now over for another year, and to be quite honest with you, I'm I'm glad, I'm glad for, for I don't know why, but every Halloween season, as soon as October first hits, I always go above and beyond with with horror activities, and I think next year I should dial it down. Mm-hmm. I mean, 31 days of horror is fun and everything like that, but fuck, it actually takes a lot out of you. Yeah. And sitting here now thinking, I don't have to watch a movie today, yeah. is kind of refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what else did we do? We, we went to Fearophobia. Yes, we did. We went to... So what Fearophobia is, is it's like the only haunted attraction here in Australia. That comes out for two weeks over Halloween. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's, it's, a, it's at a showgrounds and there's about... Oh, how many is there? Six haunted houses that you pay for. Yep. And then there's about another two more that you can pay for on the night. Yes. Yes. And we went last year uh, and then we vowed to go every year afterwards because it was absolutely awesome. And this year was nothing different. It was unreal. It was fun. It was basically, it was, I felt like I was at home. Mm-hmm. There's just people dressed up in Halloween costumes as zombies as Anything you could imagine. There was a, a a person dressed as the nun, but slutty. 
um, who said that I could fuck her. Um, <laughs> her singing was creepy as fuck. It was, yes. There was countless different things walking around. A lot of sexual jokes and, and things going around. But The awesome. old lady Marge. Yes, there is an old lady who's probably about uh, mid-70s, something like that, who's short and fat and is just the highlight of the night. Walks around, follows you, and is creepy as shit because it just has a dead, dumb look on her face. and yeah. Doesn't speak. Yeah, yeah, <coughs> and it's just good fun. So to anyone out there who lives in New South Wales, Australia, get yourself over to Fear of Phobia. Uh, next year, because they're not around right now, mm-hmm. they're finished. Next year, uh, it's well worth every cent you pay. Yeah, and me and Tim and Sam and Dan, we got buried alive. They don't in an listen anymore. Casket. So. Um, yeah, and Jaleesa won a competition. She chugged the most beer. I did so, without spilling it. I yeah. beat the two guys yeah. and won a shirt. Oh, how how great are you? Yeah, I'm wearing it right now. But yes, Halloween is now dead and buried. <laughs> for another year <laughs> so we're back with it we're back with it and this this uh, this evening this episode we are going back into the woods we told you last time don't go into the woods but for some reason we're going back into the woods and we're looking at two uh basically the same movies <laughs> it's pretty much the same fucking movie we're, we're going to talk about the Blair Witch Project from 1999 and Blair Witch from 2016 this has been requested by Jordan James Huxley thank you very much and uh, we're going to be talking about those a bit later and we're going to spoil them so if you haven't seen either of them uh, it's probably uh, it's probably best you watch them before listening to us because we will be breaking down what happens yeah. Um, but, Jaleesa, this is a huge episode we have planned. Since it is the end of Halloween, we have a lot of movies to talk about. Mm-hmm. We have the franchise fights to continue. We are going to get into the uh, grand final this Ooh, episode. Down to the nitty-gritty. We are going to uh, un- un- unveil who is the two participants into the grand final. So it will be exciting. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to talk about the Blair Witch and all her glory or his glory or whatever the fuck the Blair Witch is. I don't actually know. (laughs) (laughs) It's a female they're talking about. Is it? Is it? We'll talk about that later. But before we get to any of that, this episode has been brought to you by Double Dead Clothing. We have a sponsor. That's right. We actually have a sponsor. Double Dead Clothing is a clothing shop uh, dedicated on Facebook, most notably, and they do awesome designs. Uh, a lot of creepy and and horror themed shirts, or basically you can get whatever you want. All original. All original. This has been designed by our good friend Mitch Jago. He designs the pictures and puts them onto a shirt, specially for you. And some of these designs are fucking cool and wicked and creepy. And you should go check them out. So check out Double Dead Clothing on Facebook. Go hit it a like and tell them Horror Fanami sent you. Yes. <laughs> All right, Julissa. Let's get on with the show. I need to talk about a few movies. In what horrors have you done? <laughs> What horrors have you done? So, Joe, I did it. I actually did it. 31 for 31. 31 werewolf movies in October. I completed it. I did it. Oh, my God. I don't think I'm going to watch another werewolf movie for a whole year. (laughs) Congratulations. Would you like a medal? 
Yes, actually I would. <laughs> Could you seriously give me a medal saying most well films watched in a month? Okay, I'll go get you one right you're a, now. You're a fucking liar. Anyway, uh, so I've got three to talk about here. The three I'm going to talk about is Wolfen from 1981. This is more of a shapeshifter movie than a werewolf movie, but, I mean, they shapeshift into wolves, Mm -hmm. so it it classes. Plus, Wolfen, the title, makes you think werewolf. Yeah. So, I'm classing it. Uh, It's it's an okay movie. It's very slow and drawn out, and I wasn't really that big into it because it bored me. So, look, I gave it a 5 out of 10. A lot of people enjoy this movie, though, and I don't really see why. Is it artsy? No, it's not artsy. It's 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 like a, a you're following a, a police procedure, and I'm not really into those movies where the horror is led on by the police, where they have to what like inc- like figure it out. Yeah, like the mystery is. and all that stuff. What's happening and all that stuff. I'm not. See, I kind of like hu- that stuff. Well, you might like it then. I'm not huge into those films. I like how you're with it, and they have to try and unravel what it is, what's happening, kind of like an Eli, how he's figuring it all out. I like horror movies like that. Eli has no cop in it at all. It's not cop. It's like any movie. <laughs> the mystery. Yes. Yeah. No, this is more like a police procedure where they kind of like, um, I've drawn a blank. <laughs> I can't think of any. There's about 12,000 movies with police procedure horror films in it. Sherlock Holmes. That's not Sequest horror. Bad one. That's not horror. I'm just putting a movie out I there. I don't know. I don't, I've, no, I've never seen Sherlock Holmes, so couldn't tell you. But yeah, look, Wolfen, um, there, there are people out there who love it. I, I didn't hate it. I just, I would never watch it again. I've seen it. Eh, don't need to watch it again. The Curse of the Werewolf from 1961. This is a Hammer Horror film. I am very uneducated in a Hammer Horror. Uh, I don't, I don't, I think actually this might be the first Hammer Horror film I've seen. The Curse of the Werewolf. And it wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I couldn't really say much about it because it's been a while since I saw it and I'm, I'm struggling to remember because this old brain's getting slower. But um, yeah, it wasn't bad. The The effects are pretty good. It's from 61. Yeah. It's not black and white, but it's 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 very dated. Uh, so check it out. I need to I need to go and and search up Hammer Horror mm-hmm. and learn about Hammer Horror because that's a that's a that's a black spot for me. Yeah. I don't really know much about Hammer Horror. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, Trick or Treat. We watched this on Halloween night. We did, yes. And I fell asleep. (laughs) But I'm classing it because I've seen it that many times. I could fucking tell you every single scene in this movie. It's a perfect film for me. Mm -hmm. It's a 10 out of 10. It's just the best Halloween movie out there. It's better than Halloween. It's better than Beetlejuice or any other... (gasps) Really? Don't you dare. Trick or Treat is miles better than Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice is a good movie, but Trick or Treat's, like, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so Trick or Treat, I, I don't need to say much more about it. I think I've said my piece with that movie. Mm. Uh, Jill, that is it for my werewolf films. Very good. I did it. Now, on to next year. What am I going to do? No werewolf. Season, or no, I can't do <laughs> werewolf. Season, or well, I did Season of the Wolf, so Season of the Dead. Well, why don't you just do 31 movies of different horrors? Because I like this whole season thing. Really? Season... You were kind of complaining towards the end. No, I wasn't. Yes, you were. No, I was complaining that I, I, I had to watch a movie. I was like, oh, God, it feels like a chore now. But Season of the Dead has a r- nice ring to it. 
zombie films. 31 zombie films. Ah, that's for next year. Anyway, Julissa, what horrors have you done this week? Uh, This week, I watched quite a few with you, but one I watched by myself was The Vampire's Assistant on Netflix. Is this a comedy? I think so, yeah. It's got, uh, what's his fucking name? The dude from Step Brothers. Step Brothers. Um... John, I feel like he's not. Oh, John, John C. Riley. Thought so. Yeah, I like him. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is more of a comedy. Um, yes. The vampires, how they turn you, is really different in this movie. Okay. They don't actually suck your neck. They don't the, fuck the va- you, do they? The vampanese do. It's like, Are they like... It's like chimpanzee, but vampanese. Oh, I, th- I was going to say like <laughs> Japanese vampires or something. No. Um, they don't bite the neck. Because that kills people. Only the vampires do. Right. So if they want to change someone... You're, you're losing me here a bit. <laughs> yeah, so if they want to change someone, they just prick the tips of their fingers and they touch. That's about it. Okay. Yeah, very different. Haven't seen anything like that. But um, overall... It, do they sparkle? No. Okay, good. No. They run really fast, as you do, but you have to hold your breath in this one. <laughs> Is it? It sounds a lot like a comedy. <laughs> it's more comedy, yes. Okay. But they they kind of go around doing a freak show. So there's okay. like the vampire, there's like the rib cage dude who's literally got like nothing. The chick who can lose her limbs um, and grow them back. There's like a werewolf boy. Oh. Yeah, all different things. Um, yeah. Then there's like a war coming between like the normal vampires and the vampires and all this shit. The vampires. Yeah. I this actually of- sounds funny. It's it's okay. There's not um, there's no gore really. Yeah. I don't think I'd watch it again, but it was it was alright. Is John C. Riley good in it? <clears throat> He's alright. His comedy thing is toned down a lot. Oh okay. To what he usually is. Oh, okay. But no, it's still good. It's okay. okay. Yeah. I might give it a go. It's on Netflix, I know that. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? <laughs> yeah. Um I'll bring up me and you. We both watched... Um, What's um, me and you? Me and you. You and I. What's that? No, I'm getting to the movie. You oh. and I watched... Oh, I see. God, I think you're saying I watched a movie called Me and I. <laughs> no. oh, what the fuck are you on about? Uh, Little Monsters. Okay, you want to talk about that? Uh, but before we do that, let me just rattle off some films that I watched that, I, that I've talked about countless times. I can just quickly go through it. Brightburn. Rewatch Brightburn. Ah, yes. Great movie. Probably be talking about it at the end of the year. Uh, Adam's Family Values. Mm. Uh, this, I think this was like the first time I ever sat through it in, in its entirety. Um, I enjoyed it. Enjoyed it was it? fun. Uh, kids horror film. Um, it was my birthday on Wednesday. So, um, Julissa ditched me and went to work. <laughs> uh, so, I sat down and watched Jaws. Because yep. that's what I do on my birthday. I watch Jaws. Do I need to say anything about Jaws? No. Okay. Uh, so that is it. All right. I have got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven movies from 2019 to talk about. Mm-hmm. So, all right, let's start. Let's start. We'll start with Little Monsters. Yep. Okay. Go for it. You go first. Okay. So what, what Little Monsters is basically... Is you have the uh, the girl from Us, um, and I'm going to butcher her name, Lupita Nyong'o. I I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> the the mum from Us. Um, she is a kindergarten teacher, and she takes these kindergarten kids on like a excursion 
to a farm and then zombies happen. Mm-hmm. That's basically the plot of this movie. And this is this is uh, a comedy. Yep. Comedy horror. A zombie. There's so many countless zombie comedy films out there and this is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I was excited about this film. I've been hearing a lot of people talk about it and... and and uh, give high praise to it. So I was kind of... And it's, it's right up my alley. I enjoy um, zombie comedy films. So I was keen for this movie. And I really, really like this movie. Really, really like this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I gave it a 9 out of 10. That's how much oh, wow. I gave it. I'll write this... I'll, I'll read this review that I wrote out um, after watching it. Because it just... It, it gives you my thoughts. It's like my... my my straightaway thoughts mm-hmm. after seeing it. A zombie film was so much hard, it almost had me in tears at times. This was enjoyable from start to finish and had me cracking up numerous times. The chemistry between all the characters is perfect and the story just works. I had a blast with this film from top to bottom and it will be a film that will, and it will be a film that will be my yearly rotation. Um, this movie made me, it's, it's very hard to make me laugh in movies, unless you have a very sick sense of humour, because I do. Um, but this movie had me laughing numerous times. And it does have that sick sense of humour quality to it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really, really enjoyed this movie. Mm. It made my top five for 2019. I was actually very surprised with the gore and the effects, how good they were. Mm. It doesn't shy away. Yeah, I couldn't fault it. It was actually really good. No, yeah. So this this isn't a movie, even though it has kids, this isn't a movie that you sit and sit down and watch with the kids. Um, but it, it has that childlike quality horror film stance to it. Um, but this one just, it moved me in different ways because of because of the story this, this teacher had to look after these kids. It moved me. In a few ways, and that's why it's in my top five for 2019 at the moment. Mm-hmm. So, what about you? Did you like it? I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought it was good fun. Yeah. Especially that, um, what was that green dude's character? Uh, Josh Gad. Yeah, what was his name in the movie? Uh, Giggly Me D some shit. I, I don't know. couldn't tell you. He, he was funny. <laughs> Teddy Mc... Teddy McGiggle. Teddy McGiggle. Played by Josh Gad. Yeah, he was good. He I was yeah, he was hilarious. Um isn't it funny that he is Olaf from Frozen? Oh really? Yeah, he does the voices. I can see that. Yeah. 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 Uh but yeah, this one is highly worth your time. <laughs> Definitely. Uh Little Monsters. I gave it a nine. What would you give it? I'll probably come in with a nine as well. Stop copies me. Mm. The brother. Oh, that dude annoyed me a little bit, but it became good in the end. Uh, see, I liked all the characters in the movie. There, there was very little to dislike mm. with Little Monsters. I think it was just more how selfish he was in the beginning. Just that, wanted yeah. to slap him. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, I'm going to go next with a movie called Sweetheart. I checked out Sweetheart this week. And Sweetheart, the plot of Sweetheart is... Jen has washed ashore a small tropical island, and it doesn't take her long to realise she's completely alone. She must spend her days not only surviving the elements, but must also fend off a malif- a malif- Maleficent? Mal- uh, a big force. <laughs> I can't fucking talk. Uh, a creature. She has to fend off a creature. That's basically what we got. Um, and that 
that plot had me hooked instantly. I'm a big creature feature fan, and especially if it's on a deserted island or or in the woods, forest, beach area, something like that. Mm. Uh, that's just my cup of tea. That's my jam. So I was excited going into watching this, and for the most part, I enjoyed it. It kept my interest. The creature was interesting. The creature, actually, if anyone out there has seen the movie Creature, mm-hmm. Peter Benchley's Creature, it reminded me a lot of that. Like, really a lot. Um, cre- creature, Peter Benchley's Creature is basically a, a mutated dolphin man shark. Yeah. Okay. It sounds stupid, but it actually looks pretty cool. <clears throat> um, so this creature kind of looks the same as Creature. I'm saying creature too much. You are. But um but yeah, look, for the most part this movie was pretty good. It is slow at times. Um and there I found some things that they were trying to do with the story that they just ignored at the end. Mm-hmm. Cuz there were elements of the story where it was like, okay, this is leading to something, it's leading to something, and then it they just like don't follow up with anything. Okay. It's like, wait, so what happened with that part? So I was like, yeah, it was like, it's like they, they already had half the movie shot and they're like, oh, well that storyline's stupid. So let's just can it. Yeah. Basically it's like what WWE does. (laughs) Um, but if you are a creature feature fan, then I would say, yeah, give it a go if you have a spare hour and a half. But if not, I think you could skip this one. I gave it a six out of 10. It's not a must watch. It's not a 2019 must-watch, um, but if you enjoy creature movies, then yeah, why not, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's not the worst thing you'll sit through. Yeah. So that's Sweetheart from 2019. Do you have another one you want to talk about? Sure. Um, both of us, we can talk about this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched that new prank show on Netflix called Prank Encounters. Oh, that's right. Uh, this one stars... Gaten. Gaten. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. The dude from Stranger Things. Um, Along with the lisp. Oh, what's his fucking name in Stranger Things? Dustin. <laughs> Dustin, yes. Dustin from Stranger Things. So, okay, this is this is the funny thing. <clears throat> Netflix has... has <laughs> the trailer for this thing, Prank Encounters, has said, uh, it, this is nothing like you've ever seen before. Yet, this is exactly like uh, Fear Tactics. Scare tactics. Scare tactics. Yep. Fucking hell, I'm Except all over they the place. just drag it out longer. Yeah, yeah. Instead of instead of um, one episode of scare tactics with three different scares, you have one big scare in prank encounters. Yeah, well, scare tactics is over in like one quick scare. Yeah. This one has like three in the one. So, what did you think about prank encounters? I enjoyed it for the most part. Like, yeah, it was fine, but um. That Gaten dude kind of annoys me a little bit. I get a cocky vibe from him, which is kind of annoying. Because he's like 15 and has more money than you and I combined. So, <laughs> it's just how he is on the show. And yeah. I don't know. So, the thing is, I really like his character in Stranger Things. Yeah. But I can see where you're coming from. He's not the problem I have with the show. No. I I don't know. I find it like... I find it a complete ripoff of Scare Tactics, which is fine. Okay, you want to reamp that type of show mm. that's cool but it doesn't it doesn't hit the mark as much as scare tactics do you or did reckon? sorry i don't know i think scare tactics is a lot better 
in my opinion. I just think some of the pranks are, are creative. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. They just don't work for me. Here's the problem with those prank type shows. I don't believe them. <coughs> and the reason I don't believe them is because how do you get the person being pranked into these situations in the first place? What I do you think say? doing paid work, I guess. But what's the deal? Like, okay, you're going to come in for one day's paid work at this thing. It's like, I wouldn't buy that. I'd be like, yeah, something's off here. That's weird. Or maybe they're trying to get into that field. Okay, maybe. Possibly. Maybe you could fool one or two, but heaps of them. Because a lot of them say their friends put them to the job. Yeah. So they must be talking to their friends, and then they say, oh, this job popped up, give it a go. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm looking too into it, hmm. but I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of things that happen with these things where I'm like, oh, come on. You, you seriously don't believe you're getting pranked right now? <laughs> um, it's fine. Um, we watched all episodes. I won't watch it again. I don't think I'll even watch season two if they do a season two. See, I think you also like scare tactics more as well because there's an actual host doing the show while Gaten doesn't actually stand there, talk and host. He's just in the truck saying, yeah, cue another scare. Yeah. All right. I got to go in. Yeah. While scare tactics, they actually talk and do the stupid lines. Maybe. I don't know. Like, look, I wasn't a massive fan of scare tactics either. Because I had those big problems with it. Like, come on, you seriously are buying this? But I don't know. I you don't know. You put yourself in their shoes, though. It might get you, some of them. I would love. Would, I would, the, would I, the teddy scare you? No. No. See, that's you one. you get scared if you saw Abby's white bear running around the house? No. No? I'd kick it. What, I would honestly, what, I would honestly kick it. What if the and they're standing next to you? Then you're like, what the fuck? Well, then I would know something's up. I'm like, Joyce has done something. I would probably kick it, and then there'd be a midget inside the teddy bear, and I'd be in trouble. It'd be a hate crime, Joyce, and then I'd be arrested. But seriously, I would love, I would give anything to be on one of those prank shows just to know if they actually get me. Hmm. I wouldn't bitch. I wouldn't say, no, you didn't get me if, if they actually did. I'd, well, you'd I'd, be on camera. We'd see you. Yeah, I'd actually love to... to have it work on I'd me. I'd love to actually see you in one. Yeah. Just to see. Would you be disappointed if I didn't buy it and kick the teddy bear? <laughs> <laughs> see, I don't know. Me, say, me, you say, probably run away screaming. Well, the thing is, if, if they put me in one of these situations, I might go to jail because I've seen so many horror movies. I know, I don't know, I don't fuck around. I know to double tap. <laughs> in the head. <laughs> yeah. So I might kill someone. Mm. So, yeah. Prank... Encounters, eh? Give it a go. It's it's good. If you time if you seriously, I, I, if you want something to watch while you're having a sandwich, then <laughs> yeah, it's a twenty minute fucking show. Give it a go. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to talk about uh, another movie called Trick. This is from 2009 as well. Trick is a no-nonsense detective tries to track down a mass murderer named Trick, who is terrorizing a small town. Shut your phone up, Julissa. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so Trick, um, talking about po- police procedure type films, this is what Trick is. And Trick doesn't fuck around, because this movie has one of the biggest high body counts I've seen this year. So many people die, so much gore, and there are a lot of cool kills in it. Uh, it's an entertaining love letter to 90 slasher films, yeah. I felt. It's, I, had that, I, I, I could feel a lot of um, scream 
and Halloween throughout this film. Yeah. But it plays off more as a um, uh, detective cat and mouse type scenario. Mm-hmm. And it had that um, it had that Michael Myers, Dr. Loomis feel to it. Um, it's it's enjoyable, but the thing about this film is I felt it dragged in certain spots. And there was parts where I was like, okay, come on, get on with the story. I still enjoyed it, um, but it's probably maybe not one I would revisit again. Um, This is another one I gave 6 out of 10. But yeah, it's still still worth a watch, I guess. Okay. But that's Trick from 2019. All right, Joe, let's talk about... Let's do it. (laughs) All right. We're going to talk about it. You know which one? Oh, well, we've got like two there, so which one are you going for? The drone. Oh, that one, okay. No. We need to talk about the drone. <laughs> the drone is exactly what you think it is. It's a movie about a killer drone. Um, <laughs> and if you've seen the trailers, you know exactly what you're going into. It's a killer fucking drone movie. Julissa, you came in at like the arse end of this movie. Mm-hmm. Did you like what you saw? Um, it was very interesting, it, put it that way. It's weird. It, yeah. This isn't a movie that you take seriously. This is a movie that you put on when you're having friends around and you're smoking bongs and weed and mm. and doing shots and stuff. I know, but you think a drone just pick up a bat and start swinging. Well, she did that in the movie. That's the thing I like about this movie is that she does things that you would think to do, like smash the fucking drone. The thing about this drone is it can get into technology. And I don't want to spoil too much, but it can come, it can resurrect itself. Um, so, and that's what I was thinking while watching this movie. I'm like, just smash the fucking thing. It's like with child's play. Just kick the doll. Mm. Don't kick the doll. <laughs> Don't kick the baby. But um, <laughs> yeah. So that's what I did like about this movie. This movie is not good. It's not a good movie, but it's so entertaining. Mm-hmm. It's hella entertaining, and this movie made me laugh a lot. I mean, the drone talks. Yeah. <laughs> what more could you want? I just had to laugh at her reaction at the end mm. <laughs> when she did that thing, and then yeah. Yeah. Some of the reactions are. <laughs> Really bad. The acting's not that great. There's nothing really great about this movie, but it is entertaining. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Like, I didn't want to stop watching it because I was having too much fun watching it. Yeah. And, I mean, that's what you go to the cinema for, to have fun and laugh and be scared and, and stuff. So this movie did make me feel in a certain way. It made me laugh. I like so, how all these new movies are coming out with technologies going to kill you. There's that Amy one, which the telephone... AMI. Yeah. 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 The drone. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. What is that? Probably computers and shit. I don't know. Child's play. Yeah, there you go. Toys. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the age we live in now. Mm-hmm. Everything's technology-based. Is there one about an iPad that's coming out next? No, but there's one about a killer app coming out soon called Countdown. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, You're dying in, what, 352 days? Yes, we won't talk about that. But drone is... <laughs> If you want to get on the gear, if you want to blast it, if you want to smoke some of that Mary Jane, whatever Snoop Dogg calls it, uh, then give the drone a go. I gave it a 5 out of 10. <coughs> it's guaranteed to make you giggle. I, I promise you that. Um, <laughs> I don't think I'll ever watch it again. Oh, you know what? Maybe. Because I know there's some of my friends or our friends who would ask, is that good? And me being maybe like, <laughs> let's watch it. 
So kind of like the greasy strangler, how you made everybody. No, watch the it. greasy strangler is actually good though. Yeah, but when you first watch it, you're like, "What the fuck did I yeah, just watch?" Yeah, yeah, and you're like, <laughs> "What the fuck, Tim? Why'd you make me watch that?" Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, I am just going to bust out the next two and then we'll talk about the big one last, okay? Okay. Are you cool with that? This is a very long horrors. Yeah, we've done a lot. Oh. We've done a lot. Uh, so I sat down and watched two movies this morning. Uh, first one is Rattlesnake. This one is on Netflix and the premise of Rattlesnake is when a single mother accepts the help of a mysterious woman after her daughter is bitten by a rattlesnake, she finds herself making an unthinkable deal with the devil to repay the stranger. Interesting premise. And I went into this movie knowing basically nothing. All I knew about this movie is that it's a mother and daughter. They're going cross country. They're in Texas. She breaks down and the kid... Uh, she breaks down in the middle of nowhere. And while she's changing the tire... The kid gets bitten by a rattlesnake. She's out there with no cell service and there's no one around. That in itself is a scary, scary situation. Very scary situation. So that had me intrigued. The movie goes on very differently from there. And I actually quite like this movie. Uh, it went into something that I didn't think it would go into. Uh, something that I've seen before. But it's it's not something that you see a lot in movies. Yeah. Um, but it was interesting. It's a it's a, it's a well made film. It's acted really well. It's shot well. The score is great, and the effects are done well. It never dragged. I always had fun watching it. But um, it's not a film. It's not a film I can see myself revisiting because I know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I enjoy this film. It's on Netflix now. Everyone seems to be shitting on this film, and I don't really understand why. Um, it's not a bad film. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I gave it a 7 out of 10. Okay. So that's Rattlesnake from 2019. Yeah. The next one I'll talk about is another Netflix one called Wounds. Uh, and this one is about a disturbing and mysterious things begin to happen to a bartender in New Orleans after he picks up a phone left behind at his bar. This one is a thinking type of movie. You need to pay close attention to this movie, otherwise you're going to get lost. And even though I was paying close attention to this movie, I got lost. And after the movie was done and dusted, I kind of went on Google and had a bit of search about what the movie meant and what the movie was was talking about. And I understood what the movie was talking about, but uh, I didn't care. Yeah. This movie dragged on so much. I was bored. I didn't know what the fuck was happening while watching it. Yes, there are some cool scenes in it that were creepy and weird. Um, if you don't like cockroaches, then you will not like this movie because there is a lot of cockroaches. But for the most part, I didn't like this movie. It was boring. It was drawn out. I wanted it to end. I was just bored. In saying that, it, it is well acted. It is well shot. Technically, it's an all right film. It's nothing great. It's not going to win any Oscars or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But the story is, is I, I I don't I couldn't I can't see anyone really raving about this movie. Let's put it that way. Okay. Uh, I gave it a four out of ten. It's nothing great. Yeah. I say skip this one. I only watched it because it's new and on Netflix. So that is wounds. Yeah. 
All right, let's talk about the last one we got to talk about. I know we are talking about a lot of movies here, but we have watched a lot. <laughs> the last one we're going to talk about is we finally sat down and watched Three from Hell. Yes, we did. Yeah, you ready? Get off your phone. Pay attention. I am paying attention. Three from Hell, the uh, follow-up to The Devil's Rejects and House of <laughs> a Thousand Corpses, the next installment into the Firefly family story. Mm-hmm. Um... Julie, so you go first. What did you think? I actually enjoyed it. Yeah? Um, I thought it was a good take on how they went into it from um, The Devil's Rejects. Yeah. Um, there was just one part where I didn't like it because it was just jumping. You didn't like the much. editing of this movie. No. It was a very stylistic, artsy type uh, of editing where but they cut back and forth a few the times. The rest of it was good. It was just that one... That scene, one scene. Which they just kept chopping up. Yeah, I don't know why they did that. Because um, there was that when it first went into it, I was like, "Did it skip a lot? What yeah. happened?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get what you're saying there. Yeah, it didn't really, it didn't bother me as much as it bothered you. But yeah, I don't know why the direction for that was mm. was it was. But oh well. Um, we we're a bit late watching Three from Hell. Mm-hmm. Everyone seems to have seen it and said their piece with it, and I think we're the last of the last two who are going to talk about it. And those people that have seen it, the majority of people I'm hearing didn't like this film. So I kind of went in expecting not to like it as well. Mm-hmm. I came out really enjoying it. Yeah, really having a fun time with it. Um, this was this was a movie that I was anticipating a lot. Um, but I had a lot of fun watching it. Yeah. For me, and I'll ask you the same question in a second. For me, this was the weakest out of the trilogy, mm-hmm. out of the uh, out of the Firefly family. Yeah. What would you, what would you rank it? Out I'd of probably agree. The weakest out of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's not in saying that. That I'm not saying it's a bad film at all. No. I just think okay. Devil's Rejects for me is a ten out of ten. House is a nine. This one's an eight. For me, okay. I so they're ha- pretty close still. Yeah, they're close. They're close. Um, but this one, okay, the ending of this film is very ambiguous. It basically leads into another movie, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are saying that this is the end of the trilogy. I hope it's not. I do hope we see more of what happens to this this um, this family. Yeah. Because okay, the Devil's Rejects ended perfectly. Mm-hmm. That was a perfect ending. Um, but now you've got this, and the ending to this is not finished. It's not wrapped up, so they have to bring out something else. They can't just leave it like how it ended. Well, I guess they could, like family values and everything. They're sticking together, and they're done. They're free, I guess. Uh, I don't like that. You I don't like, like that. No, no. Happily ever after? Well, that's, that's <laughs> the thing. Like You're not meant to root for the Firefly family, but... I, I found myself the whole time rooting for him. Mm. They're the anti-heroes. Um, you, you, you want to go for him. You don't want the cops and, and the people to win. And the people who are rooting for the family, you are with them. Did you find that as well? Yeah. Um, that's, see, that's the funny thing about this, this movie. Same with Devil's Rejects. Mm. As I was rooting for... Like the, co- like the cop, the sheriff in Devil's Rejects was the bad guy. When clearly it's not. Yeah. It shouldn't be that way. Um, I just like how tight they are as a family and always back each other up. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully our kids are like that one day. 
Minus the murdering. No, they better be killing people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, look, I I liked how it brought back... It brought back a lot of old characters. Uh, It brought in some new characters. Um, I I just really had a really good time watching this movie. Just in this one, Baby was a lot more crazy mentally than the others. She killed it in this movie, Sherry Moon Zombie. She did a really good job. Actually, all three of them did. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is, Baby was more crazy in this, while Otis was a lot more laid back, Yeah, I found. and um, A lot more, what are we going to do, staying on track? Yeah, like he, didn't, he really didn't care anymore. Whereas Devil's Rejects, he kind of had a plan, and if it wasn't going to plan, he panicked. Where in this one... The further it went, he couldn't give a fuck. He couldn't give a fuck if he lived or died or whatever. Yeah. That's that's the the thing I got from him. But still, I uh, I think this is well worth your attention span. Definitely. If you are a fan of the, the Firefly family, House of a Thousand Corpses and the Devil's Rejects, give this a go. Yeah. This one um, has creeped its way into my top ten. See, I don't understand why everybody gives Rob Zombie so much shit about his films. I think he's actually a good filmmaker. It's because of his writing, most notably. His, his direction and the way he uses cameras and stuff like that is really, uh, really liked among the horror genre. But a lot of people don't like his, his writing because... Not too much swearing? Yeah, he writes the same characters. And, and realistically, he does. They all, they're all white trash people. And well, what about Halloween? White trash people. Think about the start of Halloween. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. True, yes. The over-excessive use of swear words and stuff like that, that's, I think, what people turn people off. But I guess Uh, he's just trying to capture that character. That's what they'll be like. See, that's the funny thing is, because here in Australia, we're all white trash. (laughs) Wow. So, well, we are. We're all... We don't act like that, though. But there is some of us, yes, they do. Well, no, we we are constantly swearing and... Not to that extent. Uh, I am. (laughs) Are you? Yeah. News to me. Fuck shitty fuck fuck fuck. Okay. Um, but yeah, I I highly suggest watching Three from Hell. I really liked it. Um, it is in my top ten. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was good fun. What I would guess. you give it out of ten? Um, I'll probably say eight. Stop copying me. You always copy me. Did you give it an eight? I yes. Wasn't, I wasn't listening. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that is. It finally, we've been going 41 minutes, Jalisa. That is it for what we've been watching this week. All right, it's time to talk about the franchises. We have got, we have got, we have, <laughs> we have to get ready for the grand final. Let's see who's going to make it in Let the Madness Begin. The franchise fights continues. I kind of fucked up there. Usually this is where we'd have the news feed, but I got ahead of myself and was too excited for this franchise fights to continue. So I guess we'll just backwards. do Yeah, so I guess we'll just do this first and then news afterwards. Oh well. Um, so the franchise fights continues and we have to talk about two fights now. Two semi-final fights. This mm-hmm. is determining who is going to fight each other in the grand final. We are at the end of it. Mm. My God. This thing's been going since March. I <laughs> know, crazy. And now we're in November. Fuck me dead. Very long time. All right, so let's talk about the two fights and uh, let's award 
the grand finalists. Mm-hmm. All right, so the first fight we have is the Evil Dead franchise versus the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise. Oh, man, this one was hard. This one was tough, especially for me. Yeah. Because I knew, I knew what I, what I expected. I but 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 what I wanted was completely different. Um, and you, who did you went for Evil Dead, didn't I th- you? No, I, I think, think you I went, went for Texas. You know what? I've got the results right here, and I can tell you who you voted for. Uh, you didn't vote, Julissa. Because I said it on the show last yeah, week. Yeah, well, that doesn't count. You need to actually vote on the thing. Oh, sorry. So your vote doesn't count, okay? So what, <laughs> your opinions don't matter, apparently. Okay. All right, so what people had to say, Evil Dead versus Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is the better franchise? Rob Humphrey says, this is actually a simple choice for me. Chainsaw has one great movie, a couple of decent movies, and a handful of garbage. Evil Dead is a, is solid all the way through. Um... To Evil Dead. He, he's, got, he's got a point, I guess. <laughs> Ryan Sorkness says, Evil Dead, solid throughout. God damn it. No, I think I went Evil Dead, actually. You did. I remember you did. Yeah, I think But I it's did. not counted here, yeah. Joy, so you have to vote. Oops. Alan. Alan Cha-Cha. That's right. Says, God damn it. <laughs> it's like choosing between your kids. <laughs> Tough one. And Lance Langford says, Evil Dead. Fuck me dead. So a lot of Evil Dead love there. But we have the votes, and it's 14 votes to 5, and we say goodbye to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Ooh. Goodbye, Leatherface. You know what? I'm, I'm happy. He made it pretty far. He did. The whole, the whole Sawyer slash Hewitt family, they made it pretty far. But Evil Dead is now the first franchise going into the grand final. So Ooh. give it up for Evil Dead. Now, let's see who they're going to be versing in the grand final. We had Friday the 13th franchise versing Halloween franchise. Oh. And we didn't get much love with this one. Not many people comment on it. Only two people. Okay. So, Rob Humphrey comes in again. Thank you, Rob. You've been most helpful during this uh, entire franchise fights. Rob Humphrey says, This is a huge matchup. Easy choice for me because Friday is my favorite franchise, but I expect a strong showing for Halloween. Mm-hmm. And we have Cern Snedden. I'm, I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name. Uh, it, she didn't say anything. She just put a gif of uh, someone wearing a Michael Myers mask eating popcorn. So Okay, so it's Michael Myers. I'm guess, yeah, I'm guessing she's going <laughs> Halloween. This one is a fight for the ages. We have Jason versus Michael. Mm-hmm. And I remember going for Jason. Same. Uh, Julissa, did you vote again? I don't think so. Julissa, you didn't vote. <laughs> Fuck in hell, Julissa. What are you doing? <laughs> All right. We had 19 votes on this bitch. And it goes down to 15 versus 5. Oh, shit. So it wasn't even close. Wow. wasn't even close. But the franchise fights that we say goodbye to is Halloween. Really? Friday the 13th advances and we say goodbye to the Halloween franchise. Finally, people. Holy shit. Finally, people. I actually people, would have thought Halloween made it. No. Nah, finally, wow. people listen to me and realize that, hey, Halloween isn't a good franchise. Yeah, it's a good <laughs> couple of movies but as a franchise <coughs> as a whole it's not good mm. friday the 13th is a much better franchise in my opinion yes yeah. they're stupid ridiculous but at least their continuity is better mm-hmm. so so that's it we come down to the grand final now 
And the grand final is Friday the 13th versus Evil Dead to determine which is the best um, horror franchise okay. out there. Ooh, My interesting. God. All right, well, let's talk about it, Joe. Yep. And this time, make sure you fucking vote. Okay, All yes. right, because all votes count. See, I don't think it would have come up on my feed, otherwise I would have. Well, you should go and check. Whoopsie. <laughs> and to all those people who want to vote, go over to the Horror for Dummies Facebook page. There you will see the picture. And just either like or love heart which franchise you think is best. Yes. So, Friday the 13th versus Evil Dead. This one is going to be tough because, realistically, Evil Dead franchise... All movies are pretty solid throughout mm-hmm. the whole thing. Friday the 13th, there are some cringeworthy moments, but it's a lot of fun. So I feel this like one, it stays pretty on course. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, I'm saying like some of the movies are, aren't as good as, as others. While well, Evil yeah. Dead, all those movies are kind of in top grade and, and, and are decent. Yeah. But it comes down to which you prefer. And for me, I, I've got to take Friday the 13th in this. Mm-hmm. It's a franchise that I, I revisit regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, not just a franchise, just like a, a random a random um, sequel I'll just put on just for shits and giggles. Yeah. But um, it, it comes down to that. I would much rather watch a Friday the 13th movie than an Evil Dead movie. How about you? I'm going to have to say the same. I'd put on a Jason Shit. movie over Evil Dead. Oh, there we go. Two for the Friday the 13th franchise already. Yeah. All right, guys. We want this one to be big. Let us know which franchise you prefer. Go to Horror for Dummies Facebook page. You can just go to horrorfordummies.com. There it will redirect you to the Facebook page. And just click which uh, which franchise you want to win. And leave us a uh, leave us a note as to why. Why do you want this franchise to move forward and become the king of franchises? Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, that is it. We'll be we'll be uh, announcing the winner on episode 100 next week. Ooh, yeah, exciting! It is exciting. All right, now now we can get into the news feed. You ready, Joel? I am. All right, horror finale's breaking news. <laughs> This is Horror Fidami's breaking news. Coming in with Horror Fidami's news this week, our first story, Zach Bagans wrote the new <laughs> Ghost Hunting for Dummies, releasing just in time for Christmas. I had to add this news because, one, Zach Baggins is a joke, and two, he's stealing my fucking spiel. For Dummies is my shit. Don't fucking take my shit, you loser. Ghost Hunting for Dummies. Yeah. <laughs> we are horror for dummies. We have been for two fucking years, over two years. Don't come in and steal my shit, you fucking loser. Zach Baggins is a fucking joke. He's a loser. He's he's an uh, what's the word? Were you an over exaggerator? If you've seen the movie Demon House, that is one of the most funniest movies I've ever seen because he just goes above and beyond to try and make this shit look real. What who Zach Baggins is is uh, one of the guys off Ghost. Ghost Adventures or something like that. One of those fucking gay shows that that gets scared at every fucking sound. And he just goes above and beyond to try and make this shit look real. And it just comes off absolutely hilarious. Um, I've spoken about the movie Demon House numerous times on this show. And it's so bad. It's so cringeworthy. And he just comes off as a massive douche. I fucking... I don't like him at all. (laughs) And I just think he's a loser. Okay. But, um... Yeah, I'm not going to pick up this book because one, 
Zach Baggins can eat my shit. He's not getting my money. And two, um, what's it called? What's the book called again? Uh, Ghost Hunting for Dummies. Yeah, okay. You can write all you want. You can be the most knowledgeable man about ghost hunting, but still the fact is that no matter how knowledgeable you are, you don't have proof. You don't have proof that there's an afterlife, and you're never going to get proof that there's an afterlife. So I don't care. I don't care about your little ghost hunting adventures. Fuck off and eat my shit, Zach Baggins. Loser. Wow, rant (laughs) over. (laughs) Anyway, next story. Anyway, our second story... Cast of Tremors 7 includes Three From Hell. Why are you laughing? Because this is funny news. Three From Hell star Richard Brake and Napoleon Dynamite himself, John Hedger. 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 I don't don't actually know how to pronounce his last name. But yeah, okay, so here's the thing about this news. We are getting a Tremors 7. They're up to number 7. I don't think I've even seen Tremors 2. Hmm. Um, Maybe we should. uh, Wonder if they'll yeah, hold it maybe. throughout, or unless we'll just get really bad. I oh, know. I guarantee it's going to be bad. Who but, knows? Um, but okay, that's okay. They're they're up to Tremors Seven. All right, good on them. Friday the Thirteenth and many other horror movie franchises did the same thing. Mm-hmm. But Richard Brake, okay, Richard Brake, I can understand. But John Heater or Hedger, whatever you pronounce his name, Heater, I'm going to say here. Yeah. He's going to be in a Tremors movie. This dude has has been in like. Um, Happy Madison production films with Will Ferrell and Adam Sandler and and, um, and what's the midget guy? Um, this is literally the Napole- Napoleon Dynamite, right? Yeah. He's from, um, I know him the well. The Warmers. Yeah, that's it. That guy. <laughs> what? Well, <I>, uh, <laughs> He's trying to get a serious role, all right? This isn't, have you seen Tremors? Tremors is not serious. Yeah, but I've never <laughs> seen him in a role like that, so it's going to be a challenge. Not really. He'll be the same character. I could see him being the exact same character as Napoleon Dynamite in Tremor 7. Unless they actually put Napoleon Dynamite in Tremor 7. That I would fucking pay... I would pay money to help <laughs> this be made. Be awesome. Could you imagine, like, you have Napoleon Dynamite with the Tremors? Eat your food! <laughs> that'd be that'd be the best shit ever. It's like, gosh, yeah. gosh. <laughs> I do whatever I feel like. I would pay big dollars to see Napoleon <laughs> Dynamite versus the Tremors. It would be pretty entertaining. That'd be the fucking best. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I think with this news, I think I'm going to have to check out the Tremors franchise. Yeah. Because um, I know we did Tremors on here not too long ago. Oh, that was in the franchise fights, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, we've never done a Tremors film on this show. Okay. Yeah. Next one. Our third story Paramount sets 2021 release date for the next Paranormal Activity film. Yes. I think I'm the only person in the world who's excited for this news. Everyone seems to shit on Paranormal Activity. Um, And I can kind of see why. It did go off the rails in the later entries. But I still like them. I still love those that franchise. It it's one that scared the shit out of me. And I just think they're creepy, they're well done, they're creative. Um and I'm keen. I'm keen for another entry. I'm keen to see where they take it though. Well yeah, let's just um hope they don't go too far off the rails like they did. Let's hope they bring it back. Yeah, I don't want no time lapse and shit like that. And I don't really, I don't like time lapsing in movies. Or like any we'll get floating to that later. man with like Demon black eyes or whatever, whatever they did with the marked ones was a bit full yeah. on. Yeah. I don't know. Just go back to the basics. Make it creepy. Like one um, or two. Yeah. 
<laughs> but we'll see how they go. They they they'll probably well they kind of already did jump the shark, but I don't know. I'm keen for this either way. I I really like paranormal activity, so mm-hmm. give me more, give me more. Yeah. I'm a greedy little slut. <laughs> Our fourth story: Elizabeth Moss is haunted by a monster she can't see in Lee Winnell's The Invisible Man. Yes. The trailer for The Invisible Man has come out. Mm-hmm. And we both watched... Well, I watched the whole trailer. I stopped h- halfway. And you did a good thing. Yes. Because here's my thing. Okay. The Invisible Man is one of my favorite Universal Monster films. And I've been excited for this new adaptation for a long time. It was being filmed like half an hour from where we live. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I Yeah, I wanted to try and go there, but um, I had work and just didn't work out and they probably wouldn't let me on i'd be creepy i know you so, did drive around a little bit trying to find I d- it yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the other problem i didn't know whereabouts it was i knew the suburb but i didn't know where yeah <laughs> but um the trailer came out and my first thoughts is this looks creepy i'll give them that it looks like they're going the ghost route um but obviously it's not it's an invisible man yep the, the thing the thing i have a problem with the trailer is they showed basically the entire movie in the trailer. They show kills in the trailer. Yeah. And, and they kind of show where the story leads and the mystery and everything like that. And it's not the mystery that we got in the original 1930s classic. Mm-hmm. It's not a man of science. This one's a man based on revenge. And I'm not really into that. I don't know. Maybe it will work. Maybe it will. But... I was kind of hoping for the traditional story Mm -hmm. done in present day. Because, I mean, you can still do it. There's still people, there's still scientists around to this day fucking with chemicals and shit. (laughs) Um, Or or set it in the 30s. I don't know. But, yeah. I'll still see it. I'm excited to see it. Um, I think it's going to be creepy. There'll, there'll be a, there'll be a jump factor. Lee Winnell directing has me really, really, um, excited. Yeah. Um, but we'll see how it goes. What did you think? Uh, from what I seen, I was really intrigued. I'm glad I stopped it, as you say, because trailers like to ruin everything these days. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm interesting. I like that actor who's playing him. You are interesting, yes. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I like the actor who's playing the Invisible Man. Yeah. Can't remember his name right now, but... The dude from Haunting of Hell House. Yes. I don't know his name either. Yes. Drug dude. The Drugo brother. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll definitely see it. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. Keeping my mind open. For the people out there who haven't seen the trailer, maybe stay away. Stay away, go see the movie, go in blind. Yeah. Kind of wish I did that. Mm. But, yeah. It's probably showed you all the good kills. It, yeah. Or all of them. Who Not, knows? If it's all of them, I'll be really bummed out, but mm. we'll see. <clears throat> you got more for us. More I do. stories. Fuck, this was a big week. It is. Our fifth story... Spyglass bringing Ghostface back in Scream Five. <laughs> Another Scream movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this. They can do some cool shit with um the next Scream movie. Um, different genres of of um of horror movies. They've never really gone into like uh, found footage territory with the Scream movies. Okay. So they could do shit like that. Who knows? This could be interesting. They could, or it what. Did Sydney survive the mm-hmm. last one? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. So I wonder She's if they'll bring. Alive. I wonder if they'll bring her back. They have to. If it hasn't got um, Nev Sid- Campbell in it, 
Yeah, it's going to actual name. <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's going to come off cheap and just another cash grab. They've got to bring her back, much like um, Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween. Or she could have a daughter or a son in this one, and the person's no, coming after them. No, don't Why? go the Halloween H2O route. That's been done. I don't like that. I think he was just trying to kill everyone in that one. I don't think he was personally attacking her son. He was after her and her son, Michael Myers, in H2O. Yeah. Yeah, he was after... Um, I can't remember her actual name in the... In that movie. Who? Jamie Lee Curtis's. Oh, uh, I'm pretty sure her name was still Laurie, but... No, she, she changed it. Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember I only either. watched it on Halloween too. I can't fucking remember. Disappointing. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I'm, I'm alright with another Scream movie. I reckon they can do some cool things. I, we watched the TV series. Um, not the newest one that's just came come out, mm-hmm. but the, the original TV series. Uh, we liked it. Yeah. I think... <laughs> I think we were the only people in the world that liked it. I know there were a few others, but not many people enjoyed it. No, I enjoyed it. I so did I, and I'm kind of bummed that they cut it. Hmm. But, oh, uh, well. Shit happens, eh? Yeah, yeah. Our sixth story. Six? Fuck, we're yeah. doubling up this week. Disney is planning to reboot the Predator movie franchise. Um, um, okay, here's, here's, this is... This is going to really be hard to explain my thoughts because my brain is tearing into two. On one side, I've got the greedy slut brain saying, yes, give me more Predator action. On the other side, it's like, no, remember what happened in Predator 2018. Do you want another repeat? Did and Disney do that one? No, I don't think so. <clears throat> no. But like, okay, if you're going to re- reboot it, uh, are they going to start it from scratch? So, like, the first Arnold Schwarzenegger movie is, is not involved, or they're going to go the, the Halloween 2018 route where they... Continue, like, one than this one, or yeah. one, two, this one? Yeah. Do you know what? Take Predator back to the fucking woods. Take it back to the jungle. Because mm-hmm. that's where Predator really excelled. Like, the city was cool and all that stuff, but I think the jungle is where Predator is meant to be based. That's the best... Scenario it, it suits for him. him the most as well. Yeah, because you can camouflage better than anything. <laughs> like in the city, yeah, I guess you can camouflage with the smoke and all that stuff, but the jungle's a lot more. Yeah. A lot more surroundings and stuff. Um, I'm I'm going to say yay on the Predator. Yeah. I want more Predator. They have to fix up the mess that they did in 2018. I'm just a little bit concerned that Disney is going to reboot it. Yeah. I just hope they don't make it P fucking G. Um, and ruin it. No, they've already come out and said that they're not going to do that. They're going to keep those movies. I think that and the Alien franchise, oh. well, they're going to keep. So. Yeah, they're going to keep R-rated. So, But we'll have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. It might be a while off. But you know you know what happened with Predator 2018? That got, like, that got put on the shelf so many times. So, like, this thing could be exactly the same. Yeah. Another 10, 20 years or whatever. Yeah, exactly. But, mm. yeah, we'll see. So, yeah. we have a lot of new movies coming out. We Paranormal do. Activity, Scream, Predator. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited. Visible Man. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. All Same. Right. Is that it? That's it for news this week. Back Yay. to you, Tim. All right. I think it's time we finally take a, take a trip into the woods. Even though this whole podcast is dedicated to telling you not to take a trip in the woods... <laughs> We are going to do exactly what we're saying not to. <laughs> and we are going to be talking about two 
uh, wood forest-based movies, and that is The Blair Witch Project and The Blair Witch. So why don't we jump straight into it, Julissa? Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Are you scared? I'm so scared. Let's go into the woods. Okay. Feature presentation. And now for our feature presentation. We are here talking about one of the most successful horror movies of all time. And another movie that uh, not many people liked, <laughs> to be honest. The Blair Witch Project from 1999. This one is... If you go into IMDb and read the reviews, most people give it a 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. And say it's an amazing film and all that stuff. And we'll give you our thoughts in a second. But I think it's time that we stop right now. We listen to the trailer. And we come back with our thoughts after this. Jill, you ready? I'm ready. I just want to apologize to Mike's mom and Josh's mom and my mom. I am so, so sorry because it is my fault because it was my project. three missing Montgomery College students continues in Frederick County tonight. Ten days and thousands of man hours have been unable to produce any clues. We have a few leads, um, a few other options we want to take advantage of and just try to put together some, uh, some pieces to this puzzle. Do you believe the occult may be involved in the disappearance of your son? I'm so scared. The Blair Witch Project from 1999. This one comes in at a 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb. It stars Heather Donahue as Heather Donahue, Michael C. Williams as Mike Williams, and Josh Leonard as Josh. Now, the funny thing is that uh, Heather Donahue and Michael Mike never really did much after this movie. They did a few TV shows and stuff like that, but never really went on to much. Josh Leonard went on to do uh, a few things, especially in the horror genre. He starred in Hatchet, Prom Night, Shark Night 3D, The Town That Dreaded Sundown, Bates Mattel, and many more other things. Okay. So he's really the only one out of the three that went on to do things. Yeah. This is directed by Daniel Murrick and Eduardo Sanchez. Now, Eduardo Sanchez, the funny thing is, the two directors, one director didn't really do much, the other director did. Eduardo Sanchez went on to direct Lovely Molly, uh, segments from VHS 2, and a little movie called Exists, which is similar to The Blair Witch Project, but involves Bigfoot. Okay. And I actually really like that movie. Um, Okay, so (laughs) The Blair Witch Project from 1999. This one is is one of the movies... Now, it wasn't the first ever found footage film, Mm -hmm. but it was the movie that brought found footage into the mainstream as we know and love it now. It's the one that really captured the found footage film. I mean, you had Cannibal Holocaust, which technically is a found footage film, but not in the way that we know and see it today. Mm -hmm. Um, So this one really captured how we view found footage films. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? For me, it's actually a good thing. I'm a fan of found footage films when they're done right. Uh, How about you? 
I am to an extent. If they're too wobbly and shaky, I don't overly like them, no. Yeah, there's a lot of people that really don't like found footage films, Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of people that love them. The thing about this film is... What I like about this film is how how little money they spent on this movie and how much they they got back because this movie went on to make bank a little bit of a trivia here this film was in the guinness book of records for top budget box office ratio for a mainstream feature film the film cost sixty thousand dollars to make and made back 248 million that's a ratio of one dollar spent for every ten thousand nine hundred thirty one dollars made Wow. So it it did well. And I think, uh, I don't know if, it's not at the moment, because I think Paranormal Activity beat it, but it was at one point the highest grossing um, movie yeah. for a while. Before that, it was, I think, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. So, yeah, it, it did well. But, um, okay, this is this is one that everyone seems to love and, uh, and, and talk about. It's one of those movies that if you are a horror fan, you need to see it. Um, the, the big thing about this film is, is this came out like just as the internet was new and not many people had the internet. And because it is like one of those movies that's based on a true story, everyone bought it. Mm-hmm. Everyone believed it, including myself. Yep. I was on the bandwagon and I can, I can say, I'm not going to lie. I can say that, yeah, I believed it. I believe that this was real and... I was there with you. I believed it when I first seen it too. I think that if you have someone that says, oh, I didn't buy it. I knew it was fake. You're lying. Mm-hmm. Don't lie. Admit it. Yeah. Because most people, I, I know most people did buy it. They thought it was real. And for a long time, this was... Ma- this was one of the scariest movies ever made because of that fact. Yeah. And the filmmakers and the production crew and even the actors went with it and did crazy things that you wouldn't do this day and age to make this movie seem a lot more real. Yeah. We'll get into that in a second because I have a lot of notes, um, trivia notes of how this movie was made and, and what they did and what happened afterwards with this movie, which, in my opinion makes the movie a lot more interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think the the making of and everything like that is a lot more interesting than the movie. Okay. Because, okay, do you remember your first thoughts watching The Blair Witch Project when you first saw it? I just remember him being kind of scared and that it was real and fucked up. So did you, do you remember liking it or, or yeah, what? I remember liking it. Here's the thing. I, <laughs> I was an impressionable young lad. 1999, I was in grade six I probably would have been 12, 13, something like that. 11, 12, 13, around that age. And my my aunties and uncles who weren't that much older than me, probably 5 to 10 years older than me, they they were the kind of people that, that got me hooked into these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so they helped my, my journey into the horror, yeah. horror field of my, that I'm in now. Um, and they all loved it. And I, and I remember distinctively watching it, thinking... This isn't that good. I'm not really enjoying it. But because they liked it, I went along with it and said, yeah, it's really, really good. <laughs> now, coming into into now, 32-year-old Tim, I have my own voice and my own thoughts. And I can tell you right now that I don't like this film that much. Mm-hmm. I like what it did for the horror genre. I like what they, what they managed to make, yep. the, the creators. But watching it now, this is a very, very boring movie. Uh, I, I, I get bored watching it. I really do. Nothing happens. 
like okay people and I've, I've spoken to people online about this and people always tell me that I'm wrong that it's a boring movie I don't know what people see in it for one maybe it's nostalgia maybe that's it's those member berries but um <laughs> member um but it's just it's not a film that I really enjoy mm-hmm. what I do enjoy about this movie is reading the trivia part of it what do you think about it now Joel? um I still quite like it. I find that it keeps my interests peaked and... Um, really? Yeah, it holds my attention. Really? Yeah. Okay. I thought you were going to come and agree with me. No. Oh, okay. So Opposite. You li- so you like it more than I do? I think so, yeah. Wow, okay. Here's the thing. Like, watching it now, it is one of those found footage films that is all over the place and, and really gets my head spinning. And there are a lot of films like that. I know Cloverfield was one of those movies... Um, that, that, that just went all over the place with the camera. Yep. Um, I hated it. A lot of people did. The funny thing is I, I, I liked Cloverfield. I don't know why. See, we're different there. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> some stuff happens in Cloverfield. You know, with the Blair Witch, I know it's left to your own devices to figure out what's happening and all that stuff, but you don't see anything. I know you don't have to see something. It, it's all in your imagination, which makes it scarier to some people. Not for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to see fucked up shit. I like to see... I like to see where the story takes us. And and in some ways, this movie is semi-confusing. You don't really know what's happening. And I think that's part of the love and the journey of this movie is you get to... Um, you get to make your own story about what happened to these... what happened to these characters. Mm-hmm. You know? But uh, for me, I, I, I kind of wanted more. Okay. I wanted more. The ending of this movie, it just... Yeah. <laughs> it just ended. <laughs> You don't really get to see. I, I wanted to see a witch. Yeah, they all get taken, don't they? I can't overly remember the ending too well. The so the ending. What happens in the ending is you have Heather and 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 Mike. Yeah. Who stumble across a abandoned building, and they go in there and they see, um, one of, they see one of the Heather sees one of the boys with her back, like her the boys are facing the wall. Yeah. And she goes in there and basically, um, make a long story short something takes her and you see the camera drop. Okay. That's basically how it ends, okay? Yeah, yeah. So it's left up to your own devices. And what most people would think is that they get someone there by the witch and, and uh, there's a whole story about a character called Rustin Parr and how he used to take kids into this house and and make the kids face the wall while he killed the other kids so they don't see what he's doing. Yeah. And, and that's kind of the story of why he's facing the wall. But... Okay. It's like, uh, you know, give me something more. Give me something more. But the thing is, like, I went on to uh, Reddit and searched up, like, um, of different theories of what people thought of this movie and what they what they interpreted it to do. And I came across something that's really, actually, really cool when you think of it. And it's made me look at this movie in a completely different light. Um, so I'm going to read it for you now because I find it actually really interesting. Mm-hmm. So the motive is simple. Josh is a scorned ex-boyfriend of Heather. They remain friends afterwards, but Josh is secretly out for revenge. After Heather helps him to, uh, sorry, after, after Heather asks him to help with this film, Josh sees this as an opportunity for revenge. He enlists Mike to help. And over the course of the film, we see them put their plan into action. 
All the supernatural things that happen in this movie aren't really supernatural. It could be easily be pulled off by two people. Aside from the one scene where their tent is attacked and they all go running into the woods, everything isn't really paranormal and not capable of being pulled off by humans. They do this for two reasons. One, to scare Heather before killing her, or to throw her off the trail, and to throw off the authorities when they discover their footage. All the problems that happen in this movie are caused by two guys. They are in control of the methods to get them out of the woods, but they legitimately get the group lost on purpose to set up their plan. They go through all these measures to make sure what's being recorded on tape looks paranormal and eventually lead Heather to an abandoned house to murder her. The reason why they disappear is simple. They killed Heather, knew if they survived and returned, it would have been hard for them to claim, uh, hard, would have been hard for their claims to be taken seriously, so they disappeared, probably with Heather's body so it wouldn't be found by search teams in the woods, left behind the footage to throw authorities off their trail and legitimately make it look like something paranormal happened in the woods and started their new life somewhere else. So okay. that's that's made me look, yeah. That's made me look at the uh, the new movie, the, the the movie in a completely different light. And I actually really think that's smart and and creative. And maybe maybe that's what the director was leaning towards too, but he just came up with the supernatural element to it. Yeah. But I think that's a much better story. It's quite scary. It is. It is. The, the things I like about this movie is I, I do like the documentary style filming of mm-hmm. this movie. Yeah. Um, not so much the jaded, the, the jagged cameras and, and the, uh, the angles and all that stuff going all over the places, but more so the start of this movie where you have the crew going into town and filming people's, like interviewing people about the story of the Blair Witch. Yep. That's the part of the movie that I really did enjoy. Yeah. Then you get to the woods part, and yes, there are scenes in the woods where they find the the stick figures and the rocks and stuff that are pretty creepy and stuff like that, but there is just so much bullshit between scenes of them fighting and stuff, and okay, yeah, I get that you need all that stuff to build character and and, and see that these these people are, are losing their minds, but it just comes off too much. And the funny thing is that apparently, as I was reading trivia, there was a lot more scenes of these characters fighting that they cut off. Apparently hours of scenes for these characters fighting. Yeah. And I'm really glad that they did cut it out because after a while... You don't need hours of fighting. No, no. Like, after a while, I'll be like, oh my God, just die, all yeah. of you. <laughs> um, so before I get into thoughts... Ah, sorry, uh, get into trivia, because I have a lot of notes, so we can't really delve deep into this movie. Uh, There's not really to delve much into, the thing is. I mean, we could talk about what what the Blair Witch really is and all that stuff, but I mean, that's for your own personal... Imagination. Yeah, that's for your imagination to to do. Plus, then you've got that interview with the old lady who describes what she's seen. Yeah. So you can just put that image in your head. Yeah, exactly. Around, so. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And they kind of get into that in the new film, but we'll get into that in a second. Yeah. But let's uh, let's give us our, give you our thoughts. Uh, sorry, our our ratings and scores on this movie. So, yeah. Joe, you want to? I'm curious. I want you to go first. Yeah. Okay. Um, I actually enjoy it. I enjoy the documentary style. Um, it keeps me intrigued. I'll go a seven. Wow! Shit. Mm. Wow, okay, I did not... I thought you would be coming in, like, a four at most. No. Honestly. No. Okay, wow. Um, for me, this this isn't a one... This isn't a film that I put on 
I really, I've, I've watched this twice in the last 10 years, and both those reasons have been because of reviewing it. One, obviously, for the podcast, and the other one for my written reviews I did a couple of years ago. Yeah. So this isn't a film that I would come home after a hard day's work and be like, fuck yeah, I'm going to watch a Blair Witch Project. It's just not one of those films. It just doesn't really hit me in those in those, um, in those fields. In saying that, I do like how it is involved in the horror genre and what it's done for the horror genre. If you go searching Google the best horror movies of all time, the Blair Witch is going to show up yeah. because of how much money it made. And I think that's what comes down to it, how much money it made. But it is a very drawn-out movie, it takes its time with a lot of things. And I know people like that, but for me, it's just so slow and nothing happens. There's no real payoff and I just get bored with it. Yeah. So for me, I'm giving it a 5 out of 10. Okay. It's a middle-of-the-road film. I like the I like the, um, the found footage um, angles that they did and all that stuff and, and where it's come from and all that stuff. But watching it, it's just such a drag. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm shocked you like a movie more than me, a yeah. horror movie more than me. Wow. All right, so I have a lot of trivia about this movie that is going to blow your mind. I'm interested to hear it. Let's okay. go. In, the, in a scene where the main actors are sleeping in a tent at night, the tent suddenly shakes violently and they all get scared. This was unscripted and the director shook the tent and the actors actually were scared. Oh, wow. Cool. <laughs> Heather Donahue's mother received symphony, symph, sympathy cards from people who believed that her daughter was actually dead or missing. Oh, wow. The directors kept in touch with actors Heather Donahue, Michael C. Williams, and Joshua Leonard with walkie-talkies to ensure the three would not become lost during their trek. Reportedly, <laughs> reportedly they got lost at least three times. Oh, wow. The three lead... Get this. I wonder the th- how they found them. Did they, like, send dogs <laughs> in or...? No idea. They must have... The three leads believed the Blair Witch was a real legend during filming, though, of course, they knew the film was going to be fake. Only after the film's release did they discover that the entire mythology was made up by the film's creators. Oh, wow. Uh, to promote... <laughs> this one's good. To promote discord between actors, the directors deliberately gave them less food each day of shooting. <laughs> How brutal is that? Wow. The actors were were requested to interview the townspeople who often unbeknownst to the actors were planted by the directors as a result the expression on the actors faces were unrehearsed so a lot of their expressions and um reactions are real yeah that's cool yeah um the blair witch was supposed to be seen in the movie as the characters were running out of the tents, Heather yells, Oh my god, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? The cameraman was supposed to pan to the left where the audience would briefly see a woman wearing a white gown in the distance. But the cameraman forgot to pan to the left and the scene was not reshot. Fucking cameraman. <laughs> so they had a person standing there, apparently. ready to go. Yeah, apparently. Couldn't they just keep her dressed up and, you know, just add a little extra? Yeah, I don't know why they or didn't. run a little bit further and like, then... Just rewrite the script just a little bit to add her. Just, I don't know, just like in the background of one little scene or something. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, the sounds of children heard at night was taken from kids playing around the house of director Edward Sanchez, Eduardo Sanchez's mother. The tape was played over boomboxes in the forest. According to Michael C. Williams, he found it the scariest scene to shoot in the film. Ugh. Of course, things with kids are always scary. Yeah. 
The reactions from Heather, Mike and Josh when they discovered they had walked south all day and ended up in the same spot are real. They were generally upset that they had walked all day for nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently Heather Donahue brought a knife into the forest while filming was taking place because she didn't like the idea of sleeping with two guys. Ooh. Yeah. Well, with the, di- the directors and that would have been around anyway. Yeah, I guess, but I don't know. Um, some theatre goers experienced nausea from the handheld camera movements and actually had to leave to vomit. In some Toronto theatres, ushers asked patients who were prone to motion sickness to sit in the aisle seat and try not to throw up on other people. You hear that a lot with um, movies coming out now, like, oh, it's the scariest movie ever. People passing out in cinemas and stuff like that. And I never believed that shit. The Blair Witch, I could actually believe it because nothing was like this. Mm -hmm. Like now, everyone's seen a found footage film before. Yeah. But back then, this was something new. So I could see that actually happening. Um, One of the original script ideas was for a giant-sized version of a stick figure to chase the students through the woods. This was rejected in favour of an enemy that was malevolent but never seen. I'm so glad that they didn't go that route because that's ridiculous. (laughs) Numerous fans were so convinced of the Blair Witch existence that they flocked to Maryland in hopes of discovering the legend. They apparently did not read the closing credits of the film. Um, the cracking sounds in the forest were made by the director and his friends walking up to the camp's premiere breaking sticks and then tossing them in various directions. Okay, that's cool. And the uh, the last one that I'll read is, the actors were given no more than a 35-page outline of the mythology behind the plot before shooting began. All lines were improvised and nearly all of the events in the film were unknown to the three actors beforehand and they were often on-camera surprises to them all. Well, so, they did a bloody good job. I'll give them that. Yeah, yeah. So that is... um. That the whole making of and how they did everything is is so much more interesting than the actual movie to me. That's what I'm saying. So, Blair Witch, not a film. Look, I I don't think I'll watch the Blair Witch again ever. Mm. I mean, I've seen it a, a few times now. Yeah, couldn't tell you how many times, but I don't need to sit through it again. So yeah, I don't know. Do you have anything more to say about the Blair Witch Project? Um. Not really. No. It's not too much more to say. You want to move on to the uh, the new Blair Witch film that's just entitled Blair Witch? Yep. <laughs> All let's right. Let's do it. Let's check out the trail. We'll be back with that. What is that? The guy who uploaded this video said it was from a tape he found in the Black Hills woods. I think that might be my sister. You really think your sister could still be out there after all these years? If there is any chance that I could find out what happened to her, I need to try. Legend said there's been a curse on these woods. Do you believe in the stories about the Blair Witch?
I'm so sorry. Blair Witch from 2016. This one comes at a 6.0 out of 10 on IMDb. So close to the original, but a little under. Yeah. This one stars James Allen McCune as, Jay, as, as James. Um, and he has also been in The Walking Dead. He played the character of Jimmy. Do you, know, do you remember who Jimmy was? Uh, no, can't say that I do. Yeah, neither do I. I try to remember, but I... Couldn't. Was he the main dude, the dude looking for his sister? I, I can't remember. I really can't remember. In Blair Witch, is that? Him? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, no, I don't remember. Anyway, uh, Kelly Hernandez as Lisa. She was in Alien, uh, Alien Covenant, um, and The Endless. So she's been in a couple of things yeah. here and there. Corbin Reed as Ashley, Brandon Scott as Peter, Wes Robinson as Lane. He was like the goth guy. And uh, Valerie, Cur- C- yeah, Valerie Curry as Talia. And you would probably know her from Twilight Breaking Dawn 2. She played Charlotte. Do you remember who Charlotte was? No. Okay, never mind then. <laughs> uh, the director of this movie was Adam Wingard. And if you know that name, well done. He has directed things such as Your Next. Fucking love that movie. He, uh, he did, did a scene in um, VHS. He did another scene in VHS 2. He did Death Note. Um, and he's doing the new Godzilla vs. King Kong movie coming out next year, mm-hmm. which I'm excited for. Yeah. All right. Jalisa, I need to know, what were your thoughts? When did you see this? When was the first time you saw this? Uh, you, I don't think you came to the movies with us to see this movie. I saw it with friends, and I don't remember if you were there. When did it come out? 2016. We were together. I don't know. No, I don't think I came with you. I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember who I... I remember a couple of people who I went with, but I don't think you were there. Hmm. Maybe you were at home with the Bambinos. Maybe. I don't know. Probably. The funny thing is, okay, let's start from the start. Right from the start. So this movie uh, was a big surprise to everyone. The... Um, this one just came out of the blue, really. No one knew that this movie was being made. There was a movie coming out that everyone knew about called The Woods. And everyone was like, oh, The Woods looks sounds interesting. I'm keen for it. And then the um, the trail was shown at San Diego Comic-Con. And the trail was playing and everything was like, oh, this is The Woods. This is cool. And then the title screen came out, Blair Witch. And everyone just lost their mind. <laughs> and it was reported on, on all the horror sites and everyone was going crazy. And yeah. And I looked and went, oh, cool. <laughs> I, I wasn't excited at all. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll lie. I was a little bit excited. I was like, oh, cool. They're bringing back that franchise. Because I'm one of the few people in the world that didn't mind Blair, Blair Witch 2 Book of Shadows. Yeah. I didn't hate that movie. It didn't do uh, anything. It didn't, didn't follow the same route as Blair Witch Project. But I don't know. I, I, That's the one out in the woods where they see the girls dancing. Yes. And then it's like a factory old sort yes. of... Yeah. Yes, that one. Okay. Um, everyone seemed to, to hate that film. I don't know. I didn't hate it. I don't it. remember hating it. Yeah, it, it's not great, but I, I don't know. Hmm. But uh, yeah, so Blair Witch came out and I went to the cinema to see this. I remember going to the cinema with a couple of friends um, 
and some other people. I don't remember who I went with. But I remember my thoughts watching this movie. Um, I remember at the start of this movie, I was like, I was a bit bummed because there was a lot of character dialogue that I didn't give a fuck about. And there were scenes of them in a club and I was like, oh my fucking God, I do not give a shit about any of these people. I don't care about them drinking at a club. Move on. Hurry up and go on with the story. And then they finally get to the woods and I'm like, all right, here we go. The movie's starting. And I remember like drifting off to sleep at one point. Really? Yeah. I remember like like falling to sleep, not, not all the way, but I yeah. remember like my eyes getting heavy and... And the thing is, there was one scene in this movie where one of the characters gets bent in half or something like that. And that part, yeah. And that was the part where I, where I, like my eyes were like closed, and I just heard everyone just go, "Oh!" And I was so bummed that I missed the one part that everyone went "Oh!" for. So I made myself stay awake for the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. And towards the end of the movie, when uh, the two lead characters are running through the house, there is a scene where they're being chased by a big, huge creature-looking thing with long limbs. And I remember watching that part, and it genuinely scared the fuck out of me. Yeah. My heart, like, just jumped out of my chest. That scene really messed me up. And, um, and I remember thinking, holy fuck. This movie's making me fucking, like, freak out. I'm, am I getting too old for horror movies now? <laughs> but um, then the rest of the movie happened. And um, it's another one of those cases where the movie is just so confusing. It's, never, it's not clear as to where it's going. And it just lost me. And I just... And I watched it again recently. I'm like, this movie's fucking strange. And I don't care for it. You know, um, there's too many things going on that, that have no explanation and you don't know what's what. You don't know if the Blair Witch is real. You don't know if it's aliens, whatever. And it just, it's, it's, it's too confusing. And for that, I wasn't a huge fan of it. In saying that, that scene with the, uh, the witch that scared the shit out of me really put a few points on the board for me. So, yeah. What about you? I actually quite enjoyed this one. Fucking the, again. The suspense is a lot more than the first one mm-hmm. with the things that happen. Um, I agree the time lapse thing gets a little bit confusing, but I wasn't lost throughout the whole story. Yeah. As you said you were. Um, so you understood the time lapse and, and everything like that? I understand that the witch was you, that, fucking everything up. So yeah. that's the route that you're taking? You think the witch is doing all this stuff? Yeah. Okay. It's her woods. Don't okay. mess with her. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I absolutely love that part where that girl got bent in half. So, yeah, that was cool. But I fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. Like, because they all, all of them had a bit of their hair on it. Mm. Those sticks. So it's kind of like a voodoo thing. Yeah. And then that chick cracked it and then that chick went awesome. Yeah, yeah. Let's, um, let's talk about the time-lapsing scene. Uh-huh. The time-lapsing element of this whole movie because uh, I'm not a fan of time-lapsing in movies. Mm. They come off confusing, they don't work, and they're just annoying. Yeah. And it's kind of the same thing with this movie. Okay, you can you can just write it off and say, ah, oh, it's the witch doing it, whatever. I don't like that. Why? I, 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 I think that's cheap and, and stupid. And, and you know what? what? They, 
Mm, you go. No, you go. What are you going to say? I was going to say, what's the difference with the time lapse compared to all the sticks getting hung around and the rocks? The witch is doing that. So what's different with the time well, lapse? Well, okay, the, the witch, okay, the witch doing the sticks and the rocks could be, that, that could be like a ghosty element, where the time lapse is much more of like an an alien type presence to me, in my in my views. And I don't really. like that. She's a witch. She's magic. Yeah. But, okay, yeah, fine, fair enough, I guess. But I don't know, I just, I don't like it. It mm. does, it really, okay, besides confusing the the um, protagonists in the movie, it doesn't really do much. Like, if I was a witch and, like, you have the power of time-lapse, I'd be like, ah, oh, fucking shit. <laughs> I'd be pissed off. That's not a good power. Mm. Unless, like, you're running late for work and you'd be like, ha-ha, time-lapse. Go back ten minutes. But as a witch, it's like, oh, I'm going to make someone really confused. So that's I'm, exactly why she's doing it, I think. <laughs> so it messes with their minds. They go more crazy and they don't know what the fuck's happening. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, the thing about this movie is they, like, they could have done something cooler with it. And then you got the scene, like, okay, the start of this movie, you have these kids seeing a video on YouTube of a girl running around in, in a cabin and they think it's Heather from the original movie. Mm-hmm. So that's why they go, they go to the woods to... To that little tiny hope of maybe they'll find the the kid's sister. Yeah. But then in the end of the movie, you actually see that it's one of the kids running around and that the tape somehow travelled back in time to get these kids to go into the forest in the first place. You following me? See, exactly. You're not following me. No, you've lost me. Yeah, it's I'm... it's stupid. It's confusing and it's weird. Do you understand what I'm getting at? No. So, okay. so you've confused me. <laughs> so the video that they're watching... See, this is why you needed to watch the movie again, Jaleesa. The video they're watching at the start of the movie on YouTube... See, I came in yep. halfway to the end. Okay. They're watching a video on YouTube at the start of the movie. Yeah. And they see a glimpse of a girl running past a mirror. And they think, hey, maybe this is Heather, the kid's sister, who got lost oh, in yeah, 1994. Yeah, I remember, yeah. And then at the end of the movie... You see the girl who's being chased by that creature thing yeah. run past the mirror, and that's the clip that they're watching on YouTube. Are you sure it's the same clip? Yes, it is. <laughs> maybe, I don't know, maybe future people are watching that, I don't know. No, well, okay, the, the, the story is, I've, I've gone on Reddit again. Uh, the story was that apparently the... Uh, <laughs> I don't... See, this is confusing. The witch apparently got that footage and, and uh, magically went on its little computer and put it up on YouTube um, So to to bring this group of people to the woods. It said that. Not like that, but yeah, basically. It's stupid. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that's a little bit... So, I, I don't know. Okay, well, here. Here is a way that they could have done time-lapse um, much better. Okay, I'm going to read this. This is from Reddit, Reddit again, okay? Um, Heather, Mike, and Josh in the original movie mm-hmm. go back in time or are in an alternative reality where time does not exist. Um, when they stumble out of their tents in the new film, all the rocks and stick figures were assembled um, and you have the kids in the new film kind of doing the same thing. What happens if right at the end of the original Blair Witch Project, you have Heather, she um, dropped the camera and, and how it ended in the real film. 
in the original film. What happens, what would be cool is if in this new film, the time lapse somehow managed to get these two timelines connected and they're on the same reality, the original cast and the new cast. And the reason Heather dropped her camera in the original film was because her brother was the one who grabbed her in the new film. You know, somehow connecting the time lot, the, the time lapse. Am I losing you? So he <laughs> grabbed her because he found her? Yes. She got scared and dropped it? Yes. And that's how we wrap up. That uh, I think that would have been a lot better. But, so them to survive? Maybe they got killed. Who knows? But I, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is it would have been cooler if these two timelines met up. Mm. You know? Instead of just saying, oh, there's a time lapse, whatever. Nothing happens of it. It's just to confuse the audience. It would have been a better story if you had the original cast and this new cast somehow connecting times and meeting each other in the movie. You look so lost. No, I'm thinking <laughs> if I like it or not. Yeah. I don't think I do. Why? I, I like the fact that you don't <clears throat> know what happened to them <clears throat> and you know that they died and everything. Yeah. They don't need to meet up for me. I don't know. I know the time lapse and that is just to mess with them and fuck them up. See, I'd, so I'd, I'm okay with that. I wanted more. I wanted more of the time, not more of the time lapse, but I wanted an explanation at least. Why the camera was dropped and it ended. Is that why? Yeah. So, uh, give me something to work with. I don't know. I don't know. These Blair Witch movies don't, aren't really my, my thing. Mm. What did work in this new one for me was the use of cameras. In this, in this one, they had different types of cameras. They had drones and stuff like that. Yeah. So I like how they incorporate all that into the this movie. Age. Yeah. Yeah, yeah in this movie. Um, but beyond that, this is another movie that's just confusing. It's all over the place. And it's not one that I really do enjoy. Mm. In saying that, look, I gave, it a, a, I gave it a 6 out of 10. I think this one, I enjoy this one better than the original. Yeah. Because of how it made me feel. And I know this comes off uh, cheap to some people, but I kind of need to see something in a movie mm. for it to um, work. In this movie, I saw something. You see a creature, you see a, a quote unquote witch. And you see a hand grab that uh, Ashley chick from the tree. Yeah. That part was scary. Yeah, yeah. See, and a lot of people, this is what I heard a lot of people say, that this movie was just over the top with jump scares and and stuff like that. I I didn't mind it. I didn't mind that whole aspect of it. I liked it how it was overly scary. This movie worked in the scary department for me. Yeah, So, yeah. What would you give it out of 10? Um, I think I liked it a little bit more, so I'll go seven and a half. Wow. Shit, you like these Blair Witch movies. Yeah, I don't mind them. Wow, okay. I honestly thought you weren't a fan of either of them. The part that I didn't really understand or really like was when they were in the house and that massive light. That's, shone that's what I'm the saying. That's what I'm saying. And like I've I've searched up Reddit and stuff like that. Some people are saying this is the work of aliens. Some people are saying that the witch is using the time lapse to make it daylight again and then turn quickly back into night. See, but it's like the wind picks up a lot, so it's kind of like a helicopter's coming down type or, light thing. You or know? a UFO. I don't like the thought of aliens in it, though. Well, that's the that's the route they kind of took. Uh, just, yeah. I'm just going to say the witch was just fucking them up in every way she could. Okay. 
Yeah. We'll go with that. <laughs> All right, so seven and a half out of ten for this one. Yeah. It's pretty decent. All right. This one just isn't for me. Um, but should you guys go check these movies out? Oh, this one's tough. Jaleesa says... I say what? What do you say? Do you recommend these movies? Oh, yes. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, do. I say definitely give them a go and see if you like them for yourself and... Yeah, go for it. My rule is always check out something for yourself because what I don't like, you may like and vice versa. Yeah. If you, I will say this. If you are not a fan of found footage films, stay away from this. If you are okay with found footage, then give it a go. Yeah. Um, but if you are one of those people that get motion sickness from found footage type um, movies, this one is going to make you nauseous and sick <laughs> straight away. You can guarantee it. And then definitely don't see Cloverfield, if that's the case. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> All right, well, that is it for episode 99 of Hey, Horror you didn't f- give a score for the new one. Yes, I did. I gave it a 6 out of 10. Oh, shit. Sorry. Yeah. This is it for episode 99 of Horror for Dummies. We thank everyone that's checked us out over the past 99 episodes. We are coming back with the big 100 next week. We're doing it, and we are going to be talking about... Our personal um, uh, views in movies with the scariest moments in horror films. Not just horror films. Scariest movie moments. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm allowing you guys to go nuts and, and pick non-horror movies if, if they scared you. Yeah. So we will have the, uh, the original three. The three casts. Jaleesa and the dumb cunt Ben. <laughs> Be nice. That's not nice. He's stupid. But yeah, we're going to be talking about our scariest movie moments. Now, here's the thing. We uh, we want to hear from you. If you want to uh, tell us your scary movie moments, what scared you in cinema um, or what still does, let us know. Hit us up on Facebook. That's where we're most active. Uh, you can do it on Instagram as well if Joyce allows it. Um, but let us know. We want to hear from you. And if you want to give us a nice message... Um, about hitting 100 or 100 episodes old now, please do. We would really love to hear it. And don't forget about the franchise final, the grand final. We're going to uh, we're going to crown a winner. There's yes. going to be a king, a king franchise. There is. Yep. So we will be back next week with that. Jaleesa, do you have anything else to say? Uh, stay classy, listeners. All right, Ron Burgundy. That's not... I'm Ron Burgundy. Okay. That always makes you laugh. It does. No matter how many times I say it or someone else says it, it makes you laugh. Who put a question mark on the teleprompter? Okay. All right. (laughs) Episode 99 is done and dusted. We'll see you for episode 100 next week. (gasps) Say goodbye, Joyce. Goodbye.